You're listening to Way Out on the Wing with Wildus. And I'm Worm. With thanks to Van Diemen Brewing, your local beer this footy season. Got a listener from a bit. I have no word of a lie. We make up a little bit of stuff on this. see if Wildus has thawed out after his skinny dip in the gorge. We've had some interesting alternative names thrown up for the show and also cover off on all of this weekend's games. All of that after we've extracted ourselves out from the massive crowd leaving your park after Sunday's AFL Blockbuster. Let's rip! G'day William! Come close to the microphone so we can hear you. Absolute. Did you? You were mute just then. No. All right. <laughs> uh, we'll get there. How are you, mate? Cold. Cold. Uh, and thawing out. Been, well, in the, been in the office all day next to the heater. Yeah, I was about to say. You look. You, you got out of it this week, but you're not getting out of it next week. Out of the swim. Yeah. Are oh, you up there? Anyway. I was up there. Oh, are we? Have you got photo evidence? I've got a video. We haven't posted it on social all media. Right, I'm yet. looking forward. I was waiting for everyone to turn up. Throngs of people. It was meant to be a ticketed event. And there was me in the fog and a couple of big logs floating around. I had to dodge. Were we allowed to go swimming in there? No, you weren't meant to. It was meant to be a bit dangerous with the uh, winter solstice um, being postponed for a week. I did put that up on the... So conveniently, you were the contact for that and didn't pass (laughs) on the message to you. Yeah, sorry about that. I did that, I did see you on Sunday morning though and, and told you and yeah, anyway. Thank you. That, right. And I've been wearing shorts all day. Yeah, well, that's good. Why are we wearing shorts? Stay chatty, shorts day. Mitch does an absolute phenomenal job there and um, we've, we've donned the shorts. Do you know what shorts... Good. Do you know what the shorts day stands for? No, fire away, hit me up. Well, you work it out, it's an acronym. Well, looking at us, it'd be sexy, hairy, out there. Rogue. Oh. <laughs> uh, T. T. Trimmed. <laughs> An S. Speaking of trimmed. Speedy. No, short star actually stands for show up, honesty, opportunity, respect, take your time, and you matter. I like it. I love the messages that good. come out. Speak Up Today Chatty does a lot of good stuff in Tassie and... Especially in the football space, get yeah. around a lot of clubs and stuff over yeah, the course the of the year. Yeah, the NTFA on board. I saw with uh, all the the teams with their shorts on supporting the cause, so that's great. Yeah, don't mind me. That's all right. I'm halfway through. So, mate, how was your weekend? You um, obviously saw you at a few games during the you know, weekend. Every week you ask me that question, I struggle to remember. I actually have to really. Yeah, no, just I work did... through the days. It works around kids' sport. Obviously, you got. Three, uh, I did. three kids like me, and it um, sport well, revolves around them. Only two soccer games on Saturday. Right. Max gave me his team a yeah. little bit of a. Did you have a bench in the end? Uh, we had one. Max we had one play. on the bench, and we ended up um, drawing one all. Oh, that was a closer match. Yeah, it was good. Anyway, the people aren't here. This no. <laughs> under what are we under six? Under soccer? sevens. Under seven. Yep. Um, uh, like everyone else, out it. But we're a footy podcast, so let's get back to the footy. Friday night, I was on the couch for the AFL game, the Gary Rowan yeah, special. Yeah, that was a ripper. That was a good match. Yeah, that wasn't live uh, footy. That wasn't local Saturday, footy. Saturday, we were at, um, after soccer, we were at uh, Invermay Park. Yep. Watching the NTFA Div 1. Yeah, you talked that up to be match the round and it was... Um, it was not. No. We should have gone out to Bracknell. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, and then Sunday morning, I was up at the Gorge by myself. <laughs> Sunday... 8.30, the uh, under-12 Lions got their second win in a row. Did they? We're in form, boys. We're in yeah, form. Yeah, two from... The song was much better belted out this week. Excellent. Two from uh, two. And then two. on Sunday, we managed to um, get along to the to the Bombers home game yeah. at York Park. God, that crowd was awesome. It was good. I spoke yeah. to a Bombers fan. He missed the first quarter. He had a, a sick child. Walked in. Oh, he wasn't with me trying to line up. Uh, to so get you in. worked up. Uh, it was the only only disappointment of the whole day, well, but it does serve me right for um, rocking up at about ten uh, minutes to go. Yeah, it was about no about three o'clock. We got there, 
And um, yeah, I, I didn't I didn't realise how long do you have to wait? 15, well, I, I had a, I had a look on my ticket and it said GA seven, a general admission. So I thought, oh, that's gate seven. The cheap take tickets. Yeah. Anyway, I've walked I've walked past the first entrance uh, coming from the city, and then I've walked past the main second entrance, thinking, hold on, I've got to go all the way around to gate seven. And then I opened the go- t- hold on, I opened the ticket up and realised it's then said GA. One to seven, so I could go in any gate. So, so little lap of the so, oval, pretty much. So we turned around, parked ourselves there, and got in. We had awesome spots. They were general admission. Uh, they were the cheapies, but we sat on the wing. Um, unlike you, in the pocket. I'm not happy about that, but we'll get to that. Um, I was on the wing, just sitting under the um, the Hawthorne President's luncheon, and um, looking straight out. It was awesome. Well, no this, clowns the, there. It was fantastic. This Essendon supporter came in at quarter time or just before quarter time and he thought, he knew there was obviously going to be a heap of people there, but he would have thought that Hawthorne were up at quarter time given the sound of the crowd. Very surprised to see the number of Bombers fans. That yeah. Were they, oh, fair bit coming from northwest coast, down south. It's amazing. So would have been busy on the road. It, isn't it amazing that how Tasmanians will just come out and support a team that they want to support and not one that's been thrown down their throats. I think it's a very pretty clear message to the AFL that there's a desire there for games other than those that have been scheduled down here. Yeah, absolutely. And imagine if that was a... Uh, we spoke about it last week. Imagine if that was a Tasmanian team. I know uh, there'd be a lot of people that would be all on board oh, that we'd, train. We'd be there. Absolutely. So, yeah, so it was... It was good the the, the footy and the and um, yeah the bombers and the, their supporters came out in abundance and um, yeah it was awesome. I love uh, I tell you what player to watch. We, we should Harris. We should get on to local it's footy, but Harris, Harry Jones, Harrison Jones, he was uh, he can clunk him. He's uh, he's exciting. I like him. If you're a bomber, pointed supporter. him out to the my boys just before the game. I said long sleeve number twenty three there as he wandered down in the. Forward pocket, as you mentioned. Who? Yeah. Uh, these are one to watch. And he took, I think he took five or six contested marks across the game, and they were all at um, pretty critical moments. Yeah. Who was, uh, who was the best number 23 that you ever played with? There'd be a few show ponies that would have worn the number 23 back in the day. Do you remember any? I feel as though you're leading me in. No, 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 no. <laughs> no question without uh, notice. Uh, Just trying to think. Do you know, I can't. I'm not a good rememberer of numbers that we've played with. 23. Mickey Jordan was 23, wasn't he? No. Wasn't he? What was no. that? Muller. Muller would have played 23. Uh, Geordie was a teen. Anyway, we digress. 28. Geordie was. Oh, uh, yeah. Well done. We digress. Um, mate, I, uh, I obviously went and watched the local footy, same games with you, and but I also went up to uh, St. Pat's and watched the. Um, Northern Independent uh, final. Semi-final? Well, semi-final. So I think it was for the North, the, the whoever wins the North. So uh, Scotch Oakburn College, massive upset uh, over the, the favourites St. Pats. They got up by one point. The, um, the St. Pats boys were missing, I think, about five or six um, of the... Still would the, have had a pretty good the side The Devils roll, boys. Though. Yeah, they're actually big lads, these great 12s now. There's no way we were that big did, in grade twelve, but these boys are—they're—they're—they uh, got some good size on them, and they—they the they got good skills. Did the Scotch team hold on, or did St. Pat's? Um, no, they—they they were in front for most. It was actually a really close game. I think the um, the last yeah, Scotchies kicked a couple of goals late, um, and then I think St. Pat's had one chance and they got it to one point. But it was—I um, left it. I left it half time when it was one one point. The difference there at the half as well. But it was just—it was really good quality footy. Um, I did hear a funny, I don't know if this was true or not, or a rumour, but um, I did hear, I think they're going down to play Guildford Young. No, I think it's Hutchins. Well, Hutchins beat Guildford. From what I saw on the socials, I thought it was Hutchins. Well, while you're while I'm telling you my story, if you can quickly look at that, because I was told that, because um, Guildford have got a fair few um, uh, of the Devils boys in their team as well from down south. And um, I was told, whether this is a rumour or not, that um, that the St. Pat's team and Guildford um, had got together and decided to, they both thought they were going to make the final. So they said, oh, let's play the final on a Wednesday so we can all have our strongest team. And now St. Uh, Pat's haven't made it. So I don't know if that's still going to stand or if they're going to play when it was regu- um, regularly scheduled. So we'll have to check up on that. Local football-wise, former... Uh 
football champion coaching the St. Pat side. Mm, yes. He was ralphing on the sidelines. Kimmy Curtis, he uh, doing a good job. He's very successful, Kim, in the coaching ranks. He's had some good cattle to coach as well, mind you, but he's done a very good job. But uh, couldn't get him over the line no, on Saturday. Can't find it. Can't find I don't it. Know where anyway. I saw it. Anyway, next time we'll get Kimmy on We're the. Um, we are thorough. We'll get, we'll get Kimmy on the podcast. Um, Co-host. Another big game in Hobart. Not as well frequented as what the Essen and Hawthorne game. What did you just say? Frequented. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> what beep? Frequented. No, frequented. Frequented. Yeah. Is that how you pronounce it? Hit us up on the socials okay. at Way Out Wing if you reckon it's pronounced otherwise. And Way Out Wing is now on TikTok. Big news of the week. I've told my. My kids we to get are off on and now TikTok. you're saying we're oh, on it. Oh, you reckon you've seen some social stuff coming through now. Wait until you see it unleashed oh. on TikTok. We want to hear from you. If you've got a performance, either individually or by a mate, by the team, whether it be on-field or off-field that you think we should know about, hit us up on the socials, at WayOutWing on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram, or send us an email, wing at gmail.com. If you've got a fly-in player, we need to pump it up. If you've got an event, a reunion, whatever it might be, touch base with it and we'll do our best to share it amongst the Tassie footy community and make sure everyone knows about it. Uh, the game in Hobart, big Tassie um, ticket item. Fags versus Noble, mm. two local Tassie boys. Yep. Who did who did David Noble play for, Nick? Worm? Oh, um, was he... North Hobart? Or he Glenorman? was North Hobart. North what Hobart. about Fags? Devonport. And? Uh, I'm looking at you to give me a hint. I'm not giving you anything. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, started at Hobart, went to Devonport, and oh, finished at Sandy Bay. Oh, right. There, yeah. there you go. Uh, um, both. Um, you go. They're both uh, dual TFL premiers. Lots of history, the Fagan name. Nope's uh, got drafted, 1989 to Fitzroy. Yeah, you've, played, you've done all this research knowing that you're going to ask me these questions. I wanted to show you this photo of... Um, this works really well on the podcast. Yeah, no, have a look. So we're talking about Tasmanians and that game. Um, have a look, How many North Melbourne blokes can you count in that picture there? That's got a flood. How, how many? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. <laughs> There's 12 North Melbourne blokes. In that, there's one Brisbane Lions at the bottom. Mitch Robinson. <laughs> another another Tassie contender. Tassie, Tassie boy. Have a look at it. There is, there's 12 of them or 11 of them going at him. Grant Birchall also for Brisbane. Yeah. Zane Littlejohn. Yeah, there's coaching. a lot. There's a lot there. Brisbane. Absolutely. Aaron no. Thomas, North Melbourne. Yeah. Aaron Hall. He played well. Yep. Did Hall play? Yep. Hall he played. Play. Yeah. yeah. He's had good, good form. Anyway, we're getting back to... Yeah. National footy, and no, that's well, not why all our um, no, but it's a Tasmanian seven hundred and eighty-three subscribers now. Is that right? Eighty-four. 80... Another one's just come through. Perfect. Um, that's not the, what they're here to listen about. They're here to listen to local footy, and I got a little bit of local footy news. I saw uh, a few things come through through my desk, uh, and on the emails, I saw six Tassie boys selected last week in the. Have I stolen your notes? In the uh, <laughs> we should have we should have checked this in the <laughs> Allies squad. This is where we don't actually talk about what each of us speak about. It doesn't matter. We can say so that can it's work a genuine reaction. But my next note is Tassie boys <laughs> in the Allies side. Yeah, well, I beat you to it. So you worry about Fags and Noble and I'll talk about the local footy. So yeah, Sam Banks, Baker Smith and Darcy Gardner from Clarence. And then we saw Jai Menzies from North Hobart. And I did say, and then it said Oliver Banks, formerly Clarence. So, no, Oliver Davis. Uh, sorry, Oliver Davis said now formerly Clarence. Ah, oh, right. Okay. And then Sam Collins, formerly North Hobart. Yeah, he's at Oakley Chargers. Okay, there you go. So a couple of boys uh, plying their trade over in uh, South Australia invited, and Victoria. Invited to a training camp in Sydney this weekend. And then from there, the National Championships team uh, for the Allies will be selected with the first of those games on, you don't know? No. Nah. Thursday, July the 8th. Well done. Um, I'm going to see if you've got this covered as well. Uh, Claire Ransom from North Hobart and Candice Belbin from East Devonport. Do you have the girls? They got selected in the AFLW Future Squad. Oh, I did see it, but Fantastic I didn't take note of it. achievement. We, um, I thought they were the best on ground girls for the... No, no. And then we saw six uh, Tassie girls re-sign with uh, North Melbourne, the Kangaroos, which is great. Daria Bannister, Elvie um, Gavalas, Nicole Bresnahan, Brittany Gibson, Brooke Brown and local Mia King. 
all signed on till 2022. So that's great for those girls. Congratulations. Um, yeah, so that's uh, that's a great result for local Tassie products, players getting up there in the national uh, national competition. So well done to them. Um, do you see the boys, the NTX Devils? Our boys our in Texas the Texas boys. Yeah, our boys in the US. They started. They did. How'd we go? Because um, we're on board. We're foundation sponsors. Uh, yeah, we're going to be. I want to get a player sponsor of one guy. It needs a good name. If we're going to go oh, for someone, mate, we need a good name. I, I, I look through the list. We are, we're going we're gonna to get Dwayne a jumper sponsor. Johnson or something. <laughs> no. or... Num- big man, number 12. Number 12. Jackson Jackson. J-A-X-O-N. J-A-C-K-S-O-N. Jackson Jackson. J-J. J-J. Yep. He's our man. So, Jackson, hit us up. You're going to be my player of the week this week. Out of, out of, where are they going? Oklahoma next week. Um, in Tulsa. And Tulsa. They're going to Tulsa. So um, Where's Tulsa? Oklahoma. I only know that by watching Friends with my wife. <laughs> <laughs> it's where Chandler goes. Oh, gosh. Let's delete that uh, out of the podcast. No, um, deleting that. So, yeah, good luck to those boys. They, but, uh, yeah, they went down to the more experienced uh, Dallas Dingoes. One goal, 3-9 to the we Dingoes. 16-7-103. So. We had 15 players playing their first game of AFL football. Yeah, so great effort. And the... The Dingoes are an experienced side as well over there. We've done um, done a fair bit of research with how they how they've been going, and they had I think they've got a couple of um, all American players in their team. So You're frantically searching on your phone right now. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, they've yeah they've got a very very uh, experienced team. Um, you know, and our boys only eight of them had really learnt the game in the last couple of months. So. That's uh, that's good to see, but um, the Dingoes—they've been around since 1997, so obviously a bit more experience. I didn't realise the league was going for that long over there. Yeah, absolutely, it's massive. You got any more news? Um, let me just have Before a look. Before I start to digress, well, we've got the milestones. We'll cover that off later on, yeah, will we? Yep. Uh, general observations. What else did I have? No, I think I'm I'm pretty much right, covered. Well, I did have that article. Tazzy's top 21 footballers under 21 no, years no, of age. You've, you've, we your subscription find. hasn't gone through. Your no, card we, gets getting declined. Yeah, no. Way well, out in the wing card. We've got to pump more than ten dollars <laughs> in there. Uh, are we taking donations? Oh, we. That's a monetary donations. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What about sponsors? Have you got? Comment there about... Um, oh, we'll probably do an ad. We'll slip an ad in right here. Hey, mate. Have you heard that new local footy podcast yet? No, what's the game? Way out on the wing. A couple of jokers chatting about all things footy and Tassie. Yeah, I reckon it's got some legs. And you know the best bit? They cut through all that normal media bull. Yeah, we should get the boss on board to advertise with them. Yeah, for sure, mate. Get in from the start, that's what I say. Who doesn't want to listen to some genuine stories, some footy discussion, and some pretty good tall tales? Don't forget player of the week, fullback and beer. That's my type of podcast. Get the boss to email them. You'll love the exposure. Pass me that left-handed shifter, would you, mate? So if you want to be a sponsor, flick us a message, an email, at wing. We'll promote you. We'll do an ad for you. We'll, we'll do whatever. You can trust us. Way out on the wing at gmail.com or all the socials. Way out wing. I reckon we would have put that in the ad. Good. Uh, right. Slight digression. Still Tasmanian. You were a wrestling fan growing up. Oh, right? yes, I was. I, I was a wrestling fan. Saturday night, I went to the TCW. The Tasmanian Championship Wrestling. Uh, actually, there's, a, there's gonna, a good connection with the podcast and that, isn't there? Well, there is. You covered it I'm off. Alluding, I'm, alluding, I'm about to allude to that. Uh, I'll tell you what, big names in the crowd. In the crowd? In the crowd, big names. Give us some. Hollywood Fontaine. No. Yes, why? <sighs> Loves it. Loved it too. You could see him. Was, was he a net? Was he um, no, the but announcer? He, he had... A, he had a fake microphone in his hand and he could see it going through in his mind. Oh, Jesus, it comes off the top rope and this and that. Yeah. I wasn't doing it. I was pathetic at it. I wasn't a wrestling fan growing up. Oh, weren't you? No. no so, see, I love I loved the wrestling. Hulk so Hogan it was a was new my, it was um, a new thing. I went along and took the three boys. It was I gotta say, it was brilliant. Entertainment. Entertainment yeah. was brilliant. And you know the hero of the day? 
Fire away. I, 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 I know, but our listeners don't, so okay. why don't you tell us? Have you ever heard of Goon Man? I've heard of a Goon Bag, but I haven't yeah. heard of Goon Man. Very, very intrinsically linked, Goon Man and a Goon Bag. So this bloke comes out, the brilliant entries by all these guys and stuff. And you don't, goon, know, you don't know who this is. No, so he's got a Goon Bag over his head, and he's carrying <laughs> and, and, a Goon Bag. Walks into Spoon Man, the song... <laughs> We'll put the video up on the socials because I, I was videoing it. I was like, what is going on here? Rolls out. Guess what? What, is, what did you, did you, did the boys ask, Dad, what's a goon bag? No, this is, so this is where it sort of started to get a little bit later in the night. And it was like, there are a couple of swear words here or there. And then this came out and there's like, the boys are like, what, what are they, what are they drinking? What? Oh, I think it's just water, boys. Just water. Rocked up. He's got sneakers on, jeans, Smart. a bluey. Darren, Darren Brain. Darren Brain and an Australian flag on it. And I'm thinking, my God, how good is this? Up until that point, Up who, until who that... was your favourite character? Um, the, I don't I know if I, the big guy. <laughs> they're all, I reckon they're <laughs> No, all no, no. Guys. This guy was big. Andy, 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 can't remember his name. Came out in a full green VB um, <laughs> swimsuit awesome. thing. Awesome. And he was good. He was good value. Awesome. So Goon Man. Yeah, gets in the ring, starts doing laybacks with a couple of the wrestlers and stuff, and the boys are like, "What's the crowd? What are they drinking?" The, I think it's hydration, bit of the hydration. The crowd. the crowd loved it. No, did they, did he offer the crowd? No, 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 no uh, going for the crowd. COVID protocol. Yeah, no, he did. Yeah, did he? no, Goonman came through the crowd up onto. Yeah, he did. Yes. I don't know whether we should have added that in there for TCW, but anyway, so goes in there, offers the laybacks to the wrestlers and stuff, and then all of a sudden, one of the wrestlers grabs his head. Well, grabs a goon bag over his head, goes to grab it, unfortunately misses it. So <laughs> goon man has to throw his head back in for it to be grabbed. He's take, got he's take, got take he's got two. the cutout slits in there. It can't take, see take, that one. Take two. Take two. Rips it off. Guess who it is? Um, well, Rip- I. I know who very it is. close. Could you mem- sent me the video with the very laughing close emoji. member of the Way Out and Wing family, mm. Dan Taylor. None other than Tubes's brother. Tubes Taylor's brother. That's awesome. And I'm sitting there, and you sit on the video. It's like it's Dan Taylor. What the hell? He's not a he's not a professional he, wrestler. He is now. He is now. He's uh, not a professional wrestler, mate. You know he's what good I man. You know what I worked out. Do you know? Now I don't know whether Dan Tubes. He didn't tell me whether or not he'd done it previously or anything. I don't know if Dan's done it, but do you know why he was there? No doubt. I know why he was there. Essence. The same reason I was. Entertainment? Nope. Who was playing AFL football on Saturday night? Uh, On Saturday night? GWS and Carlton. Dan was there for the same reason I was. So we didn't didn't have to watch Carlton. (laughs) Avoid your team. So, uh, but there is a big one, the last stand, Alexander versus Lacey, 14th of August. We're going. As in more wrestling? That is that is the Tasmanian Championship Where is Wrestling it? Championship. I'm pretty Where? sure it's at Elfin again. Excellent. 14th of August. Can we go? Check them out on Facebook. Yep. Tasmanian Championship Wrestling. It is worth, I think it cost, I think it cost us 50 bucks for four of us to go in. Sit where you want, but it was brilliant. Yeah, oh, I want to get ringside. Evident- I, want, I want to make sure Goon Man's there. Evidently, there were a couple of morons that got into the ring oh, while they-, they were trying to pack up and do their own moves. Oh, God. Yeah. Gosh. I don't I want to say. do that. No, definitely not. There it is. Alexander versus Lacey. Yeah, that's the one. Last stand. Elfin but Sports Centre. But we digress a little bit. Yeah, a fair bit. You're listening to Way Out on the Wing with Wildus. And I'm Worm. With thanks to Van Diemen Brewing, your local beer this footy season. Uh, mate, have we got have we got some um, communications? communications? I do have some good Excellent. communications this week. What have we got? Um, as alluded to in the opener, there have been some new pseudonyms for the show uh, thrown in. So way out in the wings, getting a good bit of coverage and stuff. I don't think anyone else is sort of utilising those sort of beautiful words put together. But at uh, Ron Bales on Twitter has suggested parked in the pocket, which yep. is where I was for the Bombers and Hawks game. Yep. After being provided some tickets by the, a great listener of the show, Mickey Jordan. Yep. Thank you. Fleece me blind. <laughs> uh, it's actually quite funny. <laughs> 
You're, you're a bit. Well, I wanted to go. St- this is how much. Like, I don't support Hawthorne or Essendon. Why do we keep going back to AFL? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, it's topical this week, given the crowds. But it's quite funny. We were just well-known tight ass. Tried to get tickets. Online. Tried to get tickets. Couldn't. Uh, got mate. at a mate on WhatsApp group. Say, oh, I've got some. Mickey ex- Jordan. I've got some extra tickets. Do you want to buy them? We just jumped in before anyone else. Yep, I'll take them. I'll take them. Me and the boy thought him and the three boys had loved that. I thought that. it might have been two adults and two kids because <laughs> that's what the family is. <laughs> I told him I had my $15 tickets each and he thought, yeah, that's not too bad. 60 bucks for the four of us will be all right. Found out they were 70 bucks ahead. 75. <laughs> 75. Still haven't paid you to get. <laughs> $300 later. I like um, what you and did. Then they the drop, pro- <laughs> and then they dropped probably 75 bucks on the um, canteen up the back. I Didn't have to line up for the canteen. Uh, so you actually let them out of the seats. You told me you were going to tie the kids to the seats. I was going to take. Value. I was going to take seat belts. In. No, no. We didn't get. That, did not get one. I'm bored, or one. I'm cold. Well, that's that's a win. Which I will treat that as a win. Absolutely. And they sparked up when they realised the game was close. Second half, they watched a bit more. Excellent. So, what else we got? Any more communications? Uh, communications uh, at Van Diemen's uh, sent us one in delivering from defence. Um. It's a good one. Yeah, no, I like that. Uh, at Peter Russell Gossy has uh, suggested lagging on the line. Not too bad. Yeah, yep. yeah. Uh, moving on, fire pits. Ooh. Bit of feedback this week, pro and con. There's, there's no, I didn't, there's no I negative didn't, to a fire pit. Oh, is there? I don't think so. No. Not when you got these guys building it. HB Engineering. Oh, Stu and Marty Boyd. Stewie Boyd. Stewie Boyd. St. Pat's fame. Yeah, and his yep. brother Marty. Yep. And also MG Steel, Matty Gamble. <laughs> they could not be in more support of fire pits. Of course they can't. Yeah, well, exactly. I've, I've had Stu build me one. Half cut 44-gallon um, drum on legs. Bottom dropped out of it last year and we had to weld a bit. <laughs> no, did not. Uh, superb. Fire pit fans. Yeah. So they're on board. They... I'm not sure if they want to build them, but they were fully in support of them. Yep. So, absolutely. Cheers, boys. Yeah, Thank no, you for well that. done to the boys. Uh, on the email? Yep. Probably potentially our biggest fan before we'd even kicked off the ground, Hayden Fox. Yes. Work for Healthy Tasmania. Yes. Uh, mate, we will get you on here at some point. I know you want he to get me, on. He sent that many messages. I know. Oh, check this What's out. You should get, do this. I've got some great ideas. I love it. That's awesome. Uh, but he was asking. And a gen- this is a genuine question. He was asking how they determine a winner from the women's games, uh, the rep games over the the tri series, and whether or not there is anything awarded. Well, that 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 award a winner to the Northwest Coast because they won two out of two, and no other team did. So that um, is, I presume, pretty self explanatory there. there. And then I'd say a- that given South beat. The NTFA on the weekend, they'd be second and third. I don't think there's a shield. Oh, I, I don't mind the idea of the Hayden Fox shield. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. So we could award it to the girls, the Hayden Fox shield. But, um, yeah, I'm not quite sure about that. We'll do a bit of research for you, Good mate. question. And find out. Good I like question, that. Foxy. Yeah, so don't Now, mind that. I, do, I did receive, even though we got a little bit of negative stuff from the fire pit support, uh, we did receive our first bit of negative feedback around the Ooh. show. Oh. It was disappointing, but I'm going to include it. Yeah. No, good and bad. I like it. Came on Saturday afternoon Yep. at Stumpy Downey. Um, regrettably, day. it was pretty incoherent, but it was delivered with unabated passion. Hayden, was this a, um, was this a negative comment about the podcast or about you in particular? Well, this is what I'm saying. It was incoherent, right? But it was very passionate. Yeah. Well, can we get some? Can we get it in writing? I'd like to see at say, Stumpy Downey. Yep. Can you? So if you can contact us at Way Out Wing on the socials or the email Way Out on the Wing at gmail.com. Just let us know. Let us know what you actually said, and um, we'll then determine whether it's worth of a, a laugh or not. And um, we'll yeah, get back to you. We'll go from there. So that's all I've got for communication this week. Now, how are we going numbers wise? Yeah, so I've had a look at the um, I've had a look at the analytics of how. Did I give you that password to see where we're being listened to and stuff? Uh, yes, yes, you did. Good. Um, and we have a new listener this week from Kaiserslautern in Germany. Really? Yep. 
I don't know. So if, if you are that person, let us know. Uh, have you ever been to Kaiserslautern? I wouldn't know where it is on the map. Well, the only reason I know where it is is because I was fortunate enough to be there for the World Game. Correct. Soccer World Cup, Australia's first ever World Cup win against Japan 3-1. Timmy Kale. Yep. And uh, actually, I'll give him a shout out because he organised the tickets for me. Uh, and this boy can play footy, Timmy Gapen. Absolute jet from Clarence and then Swan Districts over in WA. One of the all-time great forwards. Um, yeah, Timmy organised those tickets for me because he couldn't go. And uh, yeah, so that's how I know Kaiser Slauten. Kaiser Slauten. What does it, is it German for what? I don't know. Say it again. Sla- we'll plug it into Ka- Google Translate. <laughs> Kaiser Slauten. Um, so yeah, thank you to that individual that's there. Um, but numbers of... Numbers are up, um, which is good to see. We've got a few new followers from... Oh, one from Finland as well. Fourth. No, we covered off on that last week. Oh, yeah, we did too. Finland. More numbers picking up the US and the UK. Yeah, well, that, that'd be expected. Unknown one. Yeah, unknown. That, we that should was... do a poll. We should, that's an Instagram question, yes, isn't it? Maybe. Um, Twitter followers, they're up. And we've had some rippers over the last week as At well. At what point do we stop doing this? No, we never do. Okay. Every every episode. I'm going to have a Twitter follower of the week. Um, but a couple of some very some good f- uh, footballers in this list. Shannon Bakes yes. from Northwest Coast, Wynyard. Very good tradesman as well. And a, and a gun cricketer. He back, might be able to back do it. He day. might be able to world a cup full of five yeah, pence to go. Bakesy, ripping bloke. Um, Jade Child. Ooh, yeah, Skippy. Skip. Yep. So, uh, got some, some stories there. Um, Alan O'Sign. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah he's a the follower. Big dog. He's locked, so we've got to follow him back to see what he Come tweets. Come on, Alan. But he sent, us, he sent us some feedback last week. Yeah, he did. Good. But uh, Twitter follower of the week, quite like this one. It's got a blue tick. Is it our... We wouldn't have too many with a blue tick. Alistair Al- Nicholson. Albie Nicholson would be one. Uh, who's that? Ned uh, Perry. Brent Costello. He'd be the... He's another with a blue tick. At Ned Perry. No. no. Alex Fair. Uh, Aaron Cornelius. Chris Ace. Rowbottom, but Rowie. Twitter follower of the week with the blue tick, Robert Shaw. Oh. That's royalty, isn't He's it? He's a former coach of mine. Is he? Yes. Actually, you mentioned that. Yeah. Did you mention that last week? So that's um, that's royalty. We'll get him on. Shorey analysis. So yeah, we'll get so him I'll on. Tell there. you what, your numbers are looking a little bit weak against Shorey's numbers. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, they are very much so. So anyway, welcome aboard to all those uh, new followers. Send us your feedback. Let us know what you think. At Way Out Wing. Round review. Yeah, what have you got? Uh, Devils boys losing a nail biter. Very close now. Very. Co- I don't feel yeah. like footsies. Good thing can't see footsies over in the live feed there. Uh, Devils boys lost a nail biter um, in the last quarter. I couldn't quite hold on. Ended up going down by a couple of points. That's no good. No. No. Still a valiant effort. Um, Do you watch any of the state league this week? Uh, no, we didn't. No, there no. Uh, there were only game. Is it Launceston North Hope. No, that was the no, week no. before. No, there are no games up no north because of the AFL. <clears throat> they oh, can't well, do that down well, there. Were, there was women's rep footy, so the SFL was taking on the NTFA down in Hobart with the senior women's and the under twenties, and uh, quite comprehensive victories for the SFL in both games. NTFA didn't score they, a goal? Well, they didn't score a goal, that's right. So the seniors, um, SFL women's, seven goals, eight, uh, 50 to the NTFA, three behinds, three. Sarah Skinner from Glenorchy, um, she was great. Now, she's only played one she game be- here in Tassie. Uh, who mentioned her last week? Uh, probably their coach. Yeah. She's only played one, a little bit controversial, she only played one game in Tassie this season. I believe, because um, she's been playing VFL with North Melbourne. But she starred with three goals, um, take away three goals, and it wouldn't have really mattered anyway. But plenty of possessions there. Um, Backline, they were phenomenal and led well by Priscilla Odwago. Um, and then in the under-20s, the SFL women's five goals, six thirty-six beat the NTFA uh, girls, just one behind. Amy Prokope. I hope that's right, Amy. Uh, apology if it's not. From Clarence, she was excellent. Three goals, 
Uh, really capped off a dominant display um, over the weekend there for the Southern Girls. So uh, one other thing I wanted to mention, which I'd meant to last week, but I missed. Um, congratulations to Perry King from Glenorchy. Uh, she's been invited to the draft combine, which Good is being that. held yeah, next month on the 27th of July. So uh, best of luck there, Perry. Um, the old boys played, the old scholars down south. The Swanee match? Uh, no, 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 that was last week. But... Um, we did call it on Friday, match of the game, Hutchins match and OHA. Match of the round. Hutchins and OHA, and it was a belter, uh, OHA, holding off a fast-finishing Hutchins at the, I'm going to throw this at you, shipyard or the docks? Cargo container depot. I like the docks, actually. But anyway, they um, they won by just two points in the end. 14 goals, 11.95 to 14 goals, 9.93. Speedy standing again, kicked, kicked another bag. Yeah, another bag of he's five. Now leading the goal kicking, I think, isn't he? He was. He was equal before with uh, Jay. Now he's up there uh, on top of the association goal kicking leaderboard. And Harry Allenby, he kicked four to be amongst the ship's best. While uh, for Hutchins, George Burberry, he's had a great uh, year so far. He kicked six for for those boys and uh, was their best player for the day. Um, other other games results when as expected. St Virgil's. Um, getting the W after three straight losses, defeating our old mob, Uni. And uh, Jay Bowden and Jake Cox both back. They were too good for the Rainbows, 134-57. to 57. And in the final game, uh, we saw Dosa account quite easily for an improved Richmond outfit. who got a couple of goals. But, yeah, but beautiful. Uh, Who's yeah. leading the goal kicking there now then? For Richmond. For Richmond, yeah, <laughs> don't know. only beyond three or four, <laughs> Pro- probably. So, apologies yeah. if you're up in double figures. Now, we don't want to interrupt for too long, but we need your help in spreading the word about Tassie's best football podcast, Way Out on the Wing. Subscribing to the podcast channel is definitely going to help us out a fair bit and then make this whole exercise go for an eternity, not just the two or three episodes. Uh, and you've got to remember, we're doing this for you, the local footy community, and we want you on board for the ride. So, Go on, hit the like button, give us a follow on any of the social media platforms, tell your teammates, your coaches, interrupt them during three-quarter time address to say, follow way out in the wing, get your friends, family, and get on board. In fact, get your mum to listen, and we'll give her a shout-out. We love all the hard-working footy mums out there, so make sure you listen, subscribe, and like way out on the wing. We'll uh, TSL, um, Kingbert ground out a tight win. Well, it was 30-odd points, but uh, against Clarence. That's what I was talking about before, the State League. You asked if there were any games up here. Oh, sorry. No, I mean in general. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wondered why you bypassed TSL. Yeah, no, that's what I was talking about. Is that what you think of TSL? No, not at all. State League. We're here to support local football. Absolutely, mate. I'm all over uh, it. With Marcus Davies being back for Kingbert. Good to see him back. Uh, and Lauderdale got the points over North Hobart, which was um, in a somewhat disappointing North Hobart, sort of capitulated a little bit. Um, but this was reversed big time in the Development League. Uh, North Hobart Development League getting up 31 goals to one. Ooh, yeah. Now, hold on. Did you mention um, Kingbra beat Clarence? Yep. Yeah, that's a, that's, I don't think you pumped that up enough. That's a pretty big result for... Oh, I've been on the, the Tigers bandwagon for a little bit. Yeah, okay. I reckon that's. Yeah. Um, uh, and in yeah. the other game, Launceston. I didn't even. I didn't even put it in the notes. Launceston absolutely bathed Glenorchy in Jay Blackberry's um, milestone game. Yep. And also, Jake Smith's. Yeah, one one fifty for Jake Smith. Well done. Uh, well done. C- congratulations. He got a nice write up by uh, by the coach. Um, early on in the week, so well done to um, Jake. He's only twenty six years of age. That's an awesome, 300. Yeah, that's an awesome effort to play 150 at, at 26. So well done to you, so Jake. What, happen, what happens when you get older, though? Um, well, you, you don't play as many games. You Why? get injured. You have yeah. kids. All that's that sort problem. of stuff. So hold off on um, doing kids, any of that silly stuff, Jake. Yeah. <laughs> Wait till you play 300. 40 or 50, you mate. heard it here first. <laughs> first man to play 300. Uh, in the SFL, in Norfolk, big winners over Claremont. Uh, Sorrell in a tight game against Brighton. Um, what have I written here? I've lost my writing again. Uh, the kicking probably um, let them down a little bit, um, but they ended up winning by 14 points. 
Uh, Dodgers Ferry beat Hewlinville by 40 points in what we earmarked as our game of the round, but it probably wasn't it in the end. Uh, and Signet destroyed Hobart by 73 points. Now, that doesn't sound like a lot. Hobart didn't score a goal. I scored nine behinds. My question is, how many of those were rushed? Three. Um, now, remember these names. Corey Lovell, Dean Cornish. <coughs> They're your leading go- equal leading goal kickers at Richmond at oh, the moment. Could I guess? Yeah, you can guess. Three. Five. Ooh. Um, <laughs> Connor Dixon won our leading goal kick one year with seven or eight. Did I play that year? I think I did. I don't know. But anyway, no, 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 we weren't playing. Uh, The women's SFL, Division 1 had no matches due to the rep game. Division 2, Lindisfarne, Lauderdale and the Port were winners over Uni, Brighton and Huonville, respectively. Uh, Div 3, the South East Suns got over Claremont by three goals. And Hutchins had a big win over OHA. Well done. And the Masters had a round on the weekend. And pigskin. How did Pigskin yeah, Warriors they, go? They did not do well. <clears throat> they got uh, they got belted by the Kingborough boys sitting on top of the ladder. 121 points. So that wasn't two. good. Uh, no, 123 to two. <sighs> yeah, so that's not good. Couldn't get a goal, um, unfortunately. But they'll be right, the, the Pigskin Warriors. Uh, good game between the Super Jets, Lauderdale, and the Lindisfarne Blues. Wait, they should have a poll for names. Like these are good names. They're, they well, are, are the, awesome. I love the pigskin warriors. I reckon the, uh, the the when Tassie gets an AFL side, we should pick the names well, we from did the that. Masters we, competition. We did that for the Jack Jumpers, and well, everyone hated it. And now it's uh, it's awesome. I reckon. But anyway, we'll, we should talk about that. The Tasmanian um, pigskin warriors, maybe. Um, Sorrell, not so much an interesting name. Sorrell Masters. <laughs> Uh, but they, uh, yeah, and they, they got beaten by the two blues out at Lindisfarne. So, um, yeah, well done to those uh, to those teams down south. You got any more down south, mate? Or are we up up north? Uh, no, we move up the highway a little bit. Uh, ODFA, uh, an undefeated Mount Pleasant, got a closer than what they would have expected win over a third place third, third place puzzle, Bothell, uh, with the margin being seventeen points. Um, and the home ground advantage helped try Bunner um, get a win, but they kicked inaccurately with 32 scoring shots to Campania, to Campania's 12, and they ran away 45-point winners in the um, end. Try Bunner did. Bones get any goals? Uh, no, don't think he did. No, no. okay. Uh, and, and obviously... But um, one of our good listeners, okay, Timmy Dudgeon. Right. Okay. He, uh, otherwise known as, and excuse my French here, Otherwise known as Eviteur de Premier Ministre. Do you know what that means? No, but who gave him that nickname? Uh, his brothers right. that he plays with down Excellent. at Tribuna. Yep. Do they call uh, him that on the field? They do. It's, sure. it's a very long lead. <laughs> uh, but in French, that pretty much that means the premiership avoider. Right. Yeah. Chase premierships all his career, but... Has he uh, played in any? No, he hasn't. He hasn't? No. He's gone to Tribuna to play with his brothers to try and chase one. How many? And I reckon an undefeated Mount Pleasant's got something to do. How many grand finals has he has he been in? I think from memory, it's either six or nine. It was written one way or the other. Is that right? I've um I've got someone that could equal that grand final appearances without a win. We'll get him on the phone at some stage. Who's that? But it's not footy. It's another sport, hockey. My brother, Matt. Nine? Well, how many? Like nine or ten. He just cannot win a grand Never final. Never won one? I, don't, I think he might have won one. Partied like he won one. Yeah, I think he might have won one. But um, I think he's lost like eight or nine of them. For, yeah, so, yeah. Well, anyway, Timmy was named. Hockey, in, so it, it doesn't matter. One saving grace was Timmy was named in the best. Okay. So well done. Well done um, now, um, our boys Campbelltown didn't play. Joe Dirt. Didn't get no, a mention. Dirt, had the dirt, week had off. Week off. Don't I wonder know where what, he went. I wonder what he got up to at the weekend. Do you reckon he went out and watched local shooting, footy fishing, camping? Um, so up. up. Uh, yeah, NTFA yes. did one. Yes. Uh, Scottsdale beat Hillwood. Yep. Um, big Cameron Yasselgard played his two hundredth for Longford. Yeah, congratulations. Well Great done, effort. Mate. Playing two hundreds a good effort. Two hundred senior games as well. Is it? It is yep. senior. Senior games. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, while a Luke Murphy Cohen bagged another eight, mm. he's shooting ahead in the goal kicking. Uh, saw them run out seventy-two point winners over Bridge North. Now I've got an apology to make. 
to the Bridge North coach, Phil right. Lethborg. Right. I ran into him at the TSL game the week before, Launceston and North Hobart. And Lefty, I don't know what you heard from me, but I never committed to coming to help you coach from the bench against Longford. But I must apologise because it slipped my mind and I didn't get out to help you anyway. So, not that I probably would have been much help. So No. Uh, moving along, a rampant teenager, Josh Holton, moving like one anyway. Yeah. Uh, he kicked another, a straight eight. Uh, as Rochelle destroyed a disappointing Deloraine. Just keeps kicking goals, doesn't oh, he? Just, he's evergreen. Evergreen. Yeah. Um, with Deloraine's Mitchell Kenny notching up his 250th. Yeah, now. For the club on that day. That is right, but a better achievement than that is his old man. Rumoured. Martin. Yep. Rumoured. Young Martin. To, have, to be coming up close to. His 500th game. Now, I don't know if that's just a comment on Facebook that's absolute garbage. 500. But or whether it's true. It, right? Yeah, well, we'll get, we'll get Lockie we'll on. We'll find it. out. We'll get Lockie on the phone. And, um, um, 500 yeah, games. Yeah, 500 games. So if that's right, that's uh, that can't be right. What? It has to be. <laughs> no way. While you're working that out, uh, in, the, in, the, in our game how of the are, round. For, how many... 15 games a year. Oh, no one cares about that. That's Matt. 33 seasons. I've got a six-year-old that loves playing on the calculator and he's better at it than you. 20, 20 plays to 50. Probably playing. Yeah, okay. Doable? Yeah, I reckon. Good on you, Martin. Let's get Martin on the blower. Uh, in what we picked as the game of the round, South Lonnie eked out a three-point win against Bracknell mm. at, at the Redlegs home ground. Yeah. Um, holding them off in the last quarter. Apparently ripping crowd. And I, I haven't heard, I can't clarify this, but I wouldn't have been surprised if there was a fire, fire pit. pit. Yeah, there'd have to be a fire pit out it there. Would, it, Bracknell's cold. Yeah, yeah we, love, we love a fire pit. What do we got, NTFA Div 1? There weren't any fire pits out at um, Invermay is Park again. still watching us on the feed? One person is. Pinadendum. Palmer's Dance Studio. Moosey! <laughs> um, so we had uh, our match of the round uh, ended up being a fizzer with uh, Old Scotch. Just too slick for OLs um, out there. They moved the ball too fast and, um, yeah, pinpoint precision. Precision. Say that quickly. Pinpoint precision. Three times. Pinpoint precision. But perfect for uh, the Old Scotch boys and they ran out. Uh, almost 10-goal winners. Uh, actually, it was 10-goal winners. Um, in the other upset, I'd call it, mm. St. Pat's uh, got over the line against East Coast. So, travelled down there to St. Helens and got a 30-point win, which is fantastic and really shores themselves up for that fifth position on the ladder, <laughs> um, which they actually needed because Bridport um, got the win as well against... So, they'll finish fifth? Who? St. Pat's. Yeah, yeah, they'll finish fifth. Oh, so you're now laying down numbers. I, oh, right. Yeah, no, no. All right, I think St. Pat's will finish fifth. Um, so, yeah, that was good. Uh, University put in a really solid performance against Meander Valley. That Meander probably be a little bit disappointed, but Uni, uh, yeah, got got to within uh, two or three kicks there. So that's a, that's a great uh, great achievement. Yeah, that's absolutely, all you want to see, absolutely. A young team like that. Yep, that's right. Uh, Lilydale too strong for Perth. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, Bridport got the uh, bickies over Evendale. No women's game because of the rep team. So all those girls had a had a week off, which was good. Good one. Moving up onto the coast, uh, Penguin got the points against Bernie uh, with Mav Wellup being instrumental, according to one of our correspondents up on the coast, the legend that is Dale Ned Perry. Ooh. Uh, and he also suggested, quite correctly, believe it or not, Men's football is alive on the northwest coast. Can't argue with that. No. Can't argue with that. No. Uh, Winyard were 10-goal winners over Latrobe in perfect conditions as viewed through my or our Twitter feed. Some ripping photos of coastal uh, spots. Sun was out. Flags were flat. Yeah, Canteen was full stock, fully stocked. It's a good place to watch footy up the northwest West Park. coast. West Park. Good, good uh, chips at West Park. Yeah. Well, in the women's, um, Friday night, Plenty of fire pits out at uh, Alveston. We saw a great game there. The top of the ladder uh, ran out. 26-point winners over a fast-finishing Devonport. 
47 uh, points to 21. Chloe Haynes kicked three for Olvey. Amy Bissett kicked two. And Libby Haynes, she continued her good performance from the rep game uh, to be named best on ground. Then on Saturday, we saw uh, Wynyard convincing winners over Latrobe. Eight goals, seven, 65 to one goal, three, nine. So, um, yeah, a bit of a belting in that one. Uh, up to the NWFA. Um, ladder leaders fourth had the week off. Morton Preston took is it f- fourth, fur? fourth, fourth, fourth. I don't know. We'll Bit call like Perth. We'll call Nathan and ask him about that. Um, <laughs> At middies all night, he got that. Actually, <laughs> he, did. he liked it. Um, Morton Preston they took full advantage and uh, jumped up to equal first on points on the ladder, a convincing two hundred point win over East Olvey. Uh, Wesley Vale they were too strong for Turner's Beach. 135-point winners. And fifth place, Sprayton, had a somewhat of a little surprise upset win over Sheffield um, in a real close encounter, just winning by seven points there. Good win by the juices. But... The Sprayton juices. Yeah, the game I want to talk about, um, though, was Rosebury Turak's home clash v West Alveston. Now, we alluded to it last week on the podcast. We had a bit of news. They won. No, unfortunately oh. I didn't. But before this week, Rosemary Turak had scored a total of 19 points for the entire season. Um, percentage of 0.19. Anyway, they doubled that score on the wow. weekend. Yep. Sadly We're going back. Sadly going down six goals, 5-41 to West Alvey's 10 goals, 13-73. Yep. After only kicking 19 points for the that's, year. That's right. So they put in a, a gallon effort at home. Uh, Will, just to finish up with the round review, mate, you've got uh, Circular Head and obviously one of our favourite leagues, King Island. Yep. Uh, Just to finish off, uh, Scotchtown over Irishtown by 10 points and Red Par by 130 points against Forrest Stanley um, with 20 goals to two after quarter time. Yikes. Yeah. So uh, moving northwesterly, King Island, North got 31 points, the better of Grassy. Wow. Yeah. Now, First loss. The word, on the word on the street is they got a few players back. They got them back from quarantine. They've been in quarantine for a couple of weeks. Is that right? Yeah. North got them back. Uh, listen to this. When did so, you quarantine again? Um, the golf course. That'd be great. No, I don't think so. I don't reckon no. that'd be allowed. Okay. Uh, again, brilliant match report on uh, the King Island Football Association Facebook page. So. Both teams had 20 players on the team sheet, okay? The coaches agreed to play 16 on the field, having a four-man bench. I reckon that's smart. Why have, why have 18 on there when you can have 16 four on the bench and rotate through Ag- it? Agreed. Yep. Uh, so big shout-out to the coaches of uh, North and Grassy yeah. for agreeing and, to that. Shall, you know what? I'd love to find out whether 16 on the field opened it up at all. What would you take out? You take out the two wingers? No, nah, you take out. No, nah, you keep your wingers. You take out a. You'd have a five-man forward line and defensive line, and it would. I oh, be yeah, awesome. absolutely. I still well, didn't. Re- they, didn't the AFL talking about doing? I that still reckon point? there needs to be, and I know people will complain about this, but I I reckon sixteen aside would be awesome, and still, you could still have six on the bench, whatever, but also have two, almost like netball that have to stay in the 50-metre arc. And you probably have two blokes anyway, right, that would do that in local footy. But in the AFL, if you had two forwards and two defenders that had to stay in the 50-metre arc at all time, wouldn't that just create... That's four less players up the field that would just create the space. I'm pretty sure watching the VFL, Geelong and Footscray on Thursday afternoon before the AFL game, I'm pretty sure if if the... There was a forward ball up, uh, sorry, a ball up in the forward 50 for Geelong. The umpires waited until, I'm pretty sure there were two pairs of players back in the uh-huh. other okay. opposite 50. Well, there you go. I'm on the money. So holding them yeah. back in that position. Yep. I reckon it should be. I'm pretty sure that that'll, was the case. That'll open up the play. Taylor Whitford, the congestion. let us know about that. Or Ace. Ace will be able to um, clarify that one for us. Uh, but one funny thing out of the game. Good listener of the show again. Jeez, we've got some good listeners. We right? do. We do. Uh, Richard Sut Sutton. Uh, Sutsy. Took a beautiful Sutton. mark close to goal. The mutton. Uh, mutton late Sutton. in the game. Yeah, he, yeah, I reckon he would love it. He does like a bit of mutton. Um, 
took a beautiful mark close to goal late in the game. Went back, siren sounded. Oh. Yeah, siren sounded. But like quite a few others in the day, went back and missed everything. <laughs> wasn't a seven-pointer. No, it wasn't. No. So, well done, Sutz. But it wasn't game deciding? No, it wasn't. No, that's no, all right. Not at all. Not at all. So he, that's he, all would have, that's... he would have got it if it was game deciding. i tell deciding. you what, he would have, it would have been straight off the bat out of this podcast if, we'd, uh, if that had happened. Player of the Week! Bradley brought to you by Van Diemen Brewing. Whoa, Player of the Week time! This is what Ned Perry and Shorey tune in for. Big Costello. I wonder if it will ever get a player of the week. Who? Big Brent Costello. Oh, I was trying to think of who you're talking about. Ned Costello. Um, Brent? Yes. It'll... Maybe not. No. We'll see. We'll see. Don't has necessarily he... have to be a player for has player he, of the has week. Has he played footy? No, you don't have to be a no, player no, for but, player of the no. week. No, okay, I get that. But has Brent played footy? Very good question. I'm not sure on that. Mad, Check mad, the Wikipedia page. Mad Eagle supporter. Mad. Yeah. Um, what, anyway, what do you got for us? Radio. Because I don't think you're going to get my um, my mate here. Well, I've got feel-good factor this week. Oh, okay. I like a feel-good factor. Genuine. So, the week, the game just gone against Kingborough and Clarence was ga- was uh, played for the Godomsky rewalt Well, it was named the Godomsky rewalt match. Okay. Okay. So, cup. Godomsky rewalt sure Cup. cup. Or just the match. Um, tro- there was a trophy, yep. so there was obviously something. Uh, young Lockie Godomsky. That's a mouthful. Uh, Lockie plays for uh, Kingborough. Yep. Uh, and it, the match is actually named in honour and to raise money for the Alex Godomsky Fellowship. So Alex unfortunately lost his life to, um, uh, what is it, MDS um, a couple of years ago. Uh, and Lockie was not only he played the game, which is obviously named in his brother's honour. Um, he was in the coach's best, um, Trent's best. Uh, he was also singled out by the on the day by the medalist Eddie Cole, who actually suggested that Lockie was the best on ground, not himself. Uh, and then he carried on, Eddie. He carried away the trophy at the end of it. Lockie did. Yep. Uh, and you could see, for those that were there that reported it, uh, that the win, but also the match itself, meant a hell of a lot to him. So, Lockie Godomsky, uh, his old man's the president of um, of the club. That was obviously a, a, a big match for the club, big match for the family and stuff. So, Lockie, you're my player of the week this week, mate. Well done. Yeah, so um, <laughs> good luck with Follow that one. Follow that one. <laughs> um, uh, my player of the week's um, Gold Coast Suns president Tony Cochran. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's what's he done this week? He's done absolutely everything to get every Tasmanian offside. What sort of comments does he do putting out there as a president without even reading the report to say? We're not voting for it. I mean, in all seriousness, I think he's got uh, a few bigger issues to worry about in his own backyard before he starts uh, worrying about us. So I had a player ready, which I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna Hold carry on, over because I can't beat your story, and that's that's heartfelt and it's lovely to hear. So I'm gonna throw Tony Cochran under the so bus, Lockie Gadomski, yeah, versus or, Tony Cochran, yeah. Good right. luck, Tony. Twitter, Twitter poll will be up yeah. shortly. Anyway. He's just been absolutely slammed on... Right, I'm um, going to cut you off now uh, before why, we go any why? further. We're going to keep going. Well, how'd the Twitter poll go last week for Player of the Week? Mate, um, it was pretty... It was the most one-sided poll we've had and um, the most votes we've had, so it's legitimate. Double figures? Yeah, we've smashed it. Big snags, Burton. How'd he go? No good. No good. Not even 18 goals is going to... Uh, get your player of the week this week. That's the standard. Needs to be more than 18 as a minimum because Emma, two best on ground Humphreys has... Um, Bog, Bog Humphreys. Yeah, in in uh, absolutely destroyed um, 18 snags Burton. And... Um, 80% of the vote? 
Yeah, I think um, I did see the uh, messages you sent out early to um, Emma early on in the week saying pretty much you've won it already. Well, I didn't send them to Emma, but I did have the the um, well done note and the beer packaged up, and it's already on the way to you, Emma. Excellent. It was, uh, well, sorry, 18 snags, uh, Burton, but uh, it was never going to make it to you. And um, if you haven't seen her goal on the socials, get on and have a look because it's a ripper. Player of the Week! Bradley brought to you by Van Diemen Brewing. Well, the Twitter poll for Player of the Week will be up very, very shortly. I know who I'll be voting for. It'll be hard to work out who won't win, or will it be easy? No. I think it'll be a one-sided affair, Uh, as it probably will be up at the NWFA this week. My favourite team, Rosemary Turak. What's their what's what's their icon? What are they? I don't know. Oh, I was in. What's their? Um, yeah, I'm not they're sure. Hawks, aren't they? Yeah, they're the Hawks. Yeah, yeah they're the Hawks. Uh, but they're playing Ladderley's fourth this week, and I don't think they've got are you their, playing. Uh, uh, no, but um, so good luck to those boys. Anyway, um, well done on last week's effort. Good luck this week. Uh, not much else from me, Wilders. Um, uh, the only thing I've got: um, Solstice Swim this Sunday. Oh flood, yeah, flood level uh, pending. Yeah, now I'll we'll be up there. Unfortunately, I won't be there, mate. Um, I'd love to attend, but I won't be there. So, what are you golfing? No, no, no. I'm up, um, up, up at Greens Beach because of uh, my young boys got local footy at Beauty Point. Mm. So I'm going to be up there, but I will be held accountable. I'll go for an early morning dip in the Bass Strait. Sammy Lyon will hold me accountable to that. I'll drag him out of bed. Video or photographic evidence, please. No worries. I'll be down there in the fog and the logs. Yep. You going to go? Yeah, you okay. be there? Yeah, I'll go. Good. I like to hear okay. it. Get around and support uh, Jade and his charity um, work that he's doing on Sunday Stay morning. Chatty. Stay chatty. Them as well. Absolutely. Nice to be here with Van Diemen. 25% of all our profits on the web store until the end of June are going to Stay Chatty. That's Speak awesome. Up, chatty. So get around that. Buy your local beer. Have a good week. Go and see local footy. We love local footy.